The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. Channel Mom really is here for you as mothers, even when the rest of the media is not. We made the show for mothers. I used to be on TV, as you hear from the intro, and I just got very concerned that when I was on TV, people thought I was important. And then when I became, quote unquote, just a mom, nobody thought I was important anymore. And I so want to encourage moms, whether they work outside of the home or inside of the home, wherever you're at, that you are so important to our world and what you're doing is deeply important. Oh, boy. Today's show, I have been watching our guest appear on on television shows and the like, and I know her message really has the potential to fix some things for you in the audience today. Truly fix some things. We're going to talk about beauty in a surprising way and maybe how you might feel like you're not enough in, in terms of beauty or in terms of what you do in your life or in terms of your motherhood, all of it. Um, but we're going to show you how you don't have to fulfill some pie in the sky image. We're going to talk about how you teach your kids one of the most important lessons they could ever learn in their life with our upcoming guest, Courtney Westlake, the author of a different beautiful. But first I just have a little confession to make. We are a football family. Uh, if you've listened to the show for very long, you know that I married my nursery school sweetheart. I've known him since I was four years old. I used to watch him play football on the elementary playground our elementary school playground (laughs) i watched him play in high school and win a state championship i watched him play in college i don't want to bore you i just want to have a mom moment here with you my husband has now been a high school football coach for i don't know 25 years or something he is coaching our son in high school football our son is the quarterback of his team the huskies platte canyon high school huskies and i just had to say i just wanted to share with my, my audience i almost never talk about anything personal because i don't want it to be about me i want it to be about you but they're undefeated. They've, they've made it to the state playoffs many years in a row now. But um, this is my son's senior year. So every Friday or Saturday, there I sit as a mama, just cheering and blubbering and crying and sobbing Aww. about how what an emotional time this is for us because this is my son's last year to play for his daddy. And they're undefeated. And I want them to go all the way and win the whole deal. And I just wanted everybody to know. About the Platte Canyon Huskies and how well Woo-hoo! they're doing. Yeah, Go thank Huskies. you, Kristen. Thank you for your cheering. Go Otis. <laughs> yes, Otis is my son. Otis shout is out. my son and Mike is my husband. And then they're there with the Platte Canyon Huskies <laughs> in Bailey, Colorado. Okay, that's enough about me. Kristen Spratt in the house today. You heard her voice. She is a, a mom blogger with Channel Mom at ChannelMom.com and writes the world's okayest mom blog. And she comes in on occasion to help us with the guests and, and bring a different perspective because she's got a ton of toddlers and I have teenagers. Um, she also has a preteen. So we, we have all uh, stages of motherhood here. Courtney Westlake, by the way, is a mother of two and a writer and a photographer. Her debut book is called A Different Beautiful, Discovering and Celebrating Beauty in Places You Never Expected. Welcome to Channel Mom, Courtney. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, it's wonderful to have you. I am so excited to share 
your story and the lessons of your book with the moms today because you have an incredible, deeply emotional, deeply moving story. Uh, you're one of those moms who who almost lost her child and and let's be honest, could lose your child because of her condition, but you're right. keeping her alive and, and you so badly want to show people that the picture of life is so much bigger than we than we have in our little cookie cutter images that, that we all kind of view on social media, that it's so much richer and bigger when you go through a struggle. And man, have you gone through a struggle. Please tell people why you were prompted to write the book, A Different Beautiful, about your, your beautiful daughter, Brenna, or Brenna. It's, is it Brenna? Is that Brenna, always a, yeah. 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 Uh, tell us what you went through with Brenna, uh, what she's going through. And, of course, you also have a son and a husband as well. Tell us your story, sure. dear. Sure. Well, we found out we were pregnant with a little girl in 2011. Uh, we have an older son, Connor, who was uh, two at the time, almost two. And we were just really excited. Uh, my pregnancy was very typical, um, nothing out of the ordinary. And I went into labor four weeks early. So it was right before Christmas when we delivered our little girl. And there was just this complete shock in the delivery room when she was born. I mean, my husband almost fainted at the sight of her. And the, the staff was just frantically calling for a neonatologist. And I just felt so confused. I had no idea what was going on. And eventually, we got a diagnosis um, that she was diagnosed with a very rare, very severe skin disorder called Harlequin ichthyosis. So she was rushed to the NICU right away, and she was just very critical at the time. Yeah, and I wanna, I'm going to interject. If you go look sure. at and you go look up Courtney Westlake in a different beautiful, there are a number of images on Google of Precious Brenna right when she was born, and it's it's her condition almost made her look like more sweet and more innocent as a baby than, than you would even expect a normal newborn to look because precious little thing, like her eyes couldn't even quite show through and her ears couldn't even quite pop through. I mean, precious little baby and all that she was dealing with right out of the womb. So go ahead and tell your story. Sure. She um, was, you know, she had these plaques of skin. They almost look like armor um, split by these deep, cutting fissures um, her eyes were flipped inside out actually and her uh, you could barely see her ears under the thick skin and originally I thought she just needed to be wiped off you know when she was born and and then I realized that wasn't just a, a birth covering you know that was her skin and um, so essentially what the condition means is that her skin doesn't do the jobs for her body that our skin does uh, very well. So she has trouble, you know, retaining moisture, um, keeping germs out of her body. Our skin is very protective, and hers, hers just doesn't do that for her. And she has trouble maintaining her body temperature. She can't physically sweat. So hot, temp hot temperatures and cold temperatures are, you know, pretty hard mm. for her. So it at first I thought she would probably just look different, and I just had no idea about how vital the skin is for our bodies, and, and it's just been such a, an extreme learning process for us to learn how to manage and care for this condition. Yeah. And and you, you could have lost her multiple times, correct? I mean, she, she's very open to bacterial infections, and um, just all kinds of things can threaten her very life. So you have a totally different yeah. perspective as a mom. I mean, you don't just didn't just have yeah, a baby yeah. that you got to take home and everything was great. Um, oh, yeah. She was very critical at first. And, yeah. um, she ended up getting a, a very aggressive blood infection um, when she was five days old. It was Christmas Eve night. 
And they told us that night that if her breathing got any worse, then we would have to make a very tough decision about whether to continue her care or not. So, um, you know, that was just a a devastating night for us that I will never forget. Yeah. So, so we got a lot of lessons for moms today based on what you have learned and your husband has learned in raising Brenna. And Brenna has uh, an older brother who does not have this condition. I don't want to say that he's quote unquote normal because who's normal? Right. Let's just be honest. We're right. all different. There is no normal. That's right. And and so you've got some lessons for moms today that I think every mom can pull from. They don't need to have a daughter with a skin condition called Harlequin ichthyosis. I've been practicing that term. Um <laughs> They don't need to. I, just the amazing things you've learned. Um, we've only got about four minutes left in this segment, but but talk to me about. Let's start with this. I you talked about nursing um, or preparing a bottle in her nursery with her and looking all around at all the perfect little things you had. You know, the little place ready for photo frames and and all the perfect decorations for a girly room and all that, and having to let go of dreams and expectations. What's your best advice for that for moms listening today who maybe have been disappointed themselves in their own lives with things going on with their children or their marriages or whatever it is? Right. I mean, when, you know, we were pregnant with her and expecting a little girl, all these different images flashed in my mind about what it would be like to have a daughter and dress her in these little frilly dresses and do her makeup for, you know, dances and things like that. And um, all of that has completely changed, you know, and I realized after she was born that um, so many of us do have expectations like that, the way things are going to go. And a lot of times it just doesn't happen. But when we can learn to see the good in the situation and learn to, um, you know, instead of grieving what didn't happen or what something doesn't look like and begin appreciating the life that we are living and the, the plans that God has for us, then we can really start to live in joy and celebration in our lives instead of looking back and seeing how things aren't how we pictured. Yeah. Kristen, uh, I hope you don't mind my saying no, go ahead. Her, her daughter who was about your daughter's age, just a little bit younger, mm-hmm. um, has epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And so you had to let go of the same kind of stuff. You just all of a sudden like, okay, this isn't going to look perfect. We're going to have to take her to the hospital. She's going to have to get testing. I've got to make sure I monitor her. So she's not having a seizure and side effects from meds and, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you, Courtney, um, I saw that you had a blog post about letting go of the guilt of just Mary Grace Mm -hmm. doesn't have epilepsy because of something that I did. And I know that in my heart, but there are days where I really wrestle feeling like this is my fault. How do you process through that? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, for us, um, that I felt guilty at first too. I mean, we, this is a genetic condition, so we each gave her a gene that caused this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, we did wrestle with some guilt at first. And, you know, I think that what helps is just remembering this is how God created her, mm-hmm. you know, and he has big plans for her and we can be open to that. You know, we can use this to better ourselves instead of being bitter. And that's how I, how I try to approach it. That's good. Yeah, it is. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk to Courtney Westlake, who's the author of A Different Beautiful, about a couple of things that I think will particularly help moms. She she has a, a section of the book where she talks about worldly beauty versus real beauty and all different kinds of beauty. So for the moms out there who daily battle with, with whether it is in your children who maybe are feeling inadequate or a daughter who's feeling inadequate or yourself, she has a whole different picture of beauty that I think can lift you up. 
um, to not feel less than or not enough. And also discovering true faith. She's got a really interesting take on true faith, being, considering all that she's been through. Um, and being lighthouses and not shooting stars. There's great encouragement in what Courtney writes in her new book, A Different Beautiful. And on that note, we have a song that goes along with Courtney's life right now. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. Jenny from Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids. But sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our channel mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement finally i'd like to hear from all the moms out there i'd love to hear your mom's story what you need in your life your advice or what you'd like to hear on channel mom radio reach out to us at channel mom one word on facebook twitter or instagram and please come support us in our mission to love coach and encourage moms you can come to channelmom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms it's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We are speaking with Courtney Westlake, the author of A Different Beautiful, discovering and celebrating beauty in places you never expected. And that's why I was so excited to have her on the show today. She's been on a number of other television shows and, you know, kind of news kinds of programs and so on. And uh, I, I brought her on because I thought, I, I think she's got some lessons for the moms in our audience today that they really, really need to hear so so uh, talk about this idea of worldly beauty courtney because because well, i want to review for people your daughter has harlequin ichthyosis which means she's got she produces more skin than she should and her skin doesn't quite work right and it doesn't absorb moisture so she's now that she's grown uh to be a little bit older she what is she about four or five now yeah she'll be five in december right she's she's kind of pinkish reddish all the time like she's got a very bad sunburn and and you yeah, deal with like the, with the, sunburn. right you deal with the criticism of that but you're you encourage moms in this book to say, "Hey, step back for a minute and and try to find the beautiful in other things besides supermodels and the perfect kitchen um and I'm going to read a little bit about what you say, but there is so much beauty the world has to offer us if we take the opportunity to accept it. It's not the kind of beauty found in the cover models on magazines or the colorful new kitchen appliances in the Sunday ads, but rather the pieces of different beautiful, large and tiny, that have been created for us outside of our window and within our own hearts. And you've learned to see beauty and you're helping Brenna see beauty because you never want your daughter to feel like there's something wrong with her because she's got this issue we're all different. I mean, come on. If everybody's exactly. honest out there, we all have something that's different about us. That's the way God makes us. Hers just shows more. So talk to moms about images of beauty and how you can help them with that to feel better about themselves and their own lives and, and maybe their own daughters or, or even sons are struggling with their looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I always say, like, when you think about the most beautiful people you know, 
you don't think about the supermodels. You know, you think about your mom or your sister or your best friends. I mean, I think my friends are the most beautiful people ever, and my mom is the most beautiful person ever. And that's because of the way that they make me feel in our relationship. And, you know, beautiful, true beauty is a way of living and a way of being and not a way of looking. And, you know, it's easy to forget that because we are such a visual society and we have we place a lot of expectations on ourselves to look a certain way. But, you know, it's easy to get wrapped up in ourselves when we stand in front of the mirror and just criticize ourselves. So I mean, just step away from the mirror and start living for other people. And I think that can do so much more for, you know, our self image than, you know, any beauty tricks that we could try, you know, on our face. Uh, I think just, um, you know, living, living out our purpose that God has called us to is just the, the best way to actually feel beautiful. Yeah, you've got some some lessons in the book about mothering. And, and I want to talk about that now. And Kristen, feel free to weigh in if you want to. Mm-hmm. You, you say that you think God prefers lighthouses, somebody who's standing there stationary, always shining a light to shooting stars, which is kind of what we honor in our society, shooting stars. Mm-hmm. And look what mm-hmm. happened to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> just right. saying, you know, I mean, they're shooting stars and, and, and we're supposed to aim for that. But really, he wants lighthouses. And, and you talk about how our kids are now dealing with a social media world that urges them. To, to think all about themselves and to take selfies and to have the perfect image on Facebook or the fer- perfect Im- image on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. Um, and you say, you know what? Teach your kids that, that maybe a way to feel better about themselves is to help somebody else mm-hmm. and is to do yes. something for somebody else instead of constantly looking at themselves. Talk a little bit about that and what your life has taught you in that way. Well, I just, when I look around, I see all these different programs and courses and things like that popping up just to try to encourage um, our girls and encourage our women. And I, I just, it's hard to see why are we so discouraged with ourselves? And I just, I know for me personally, when I feel my best is when I'm out there helping other people and just lifting up other people and not paying attention to, you know, the way I look. Um, and so I, I just really encourage people to think about that. Yeah. It's a great lesson to pass on to our kids because I, I do get concerned. We were super strict about media, but then when my son turned 15 or 16, we get, let him have his own phone. And so now he's doing everything that everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. And I worry about the fact that he, what, what's the one on Snapchat where you're constantly taking pictures of yourself all day long. It's yeah. about me. It's about me. It's about me. Hey, mm-hmm. did I tell you? It's about me. And, and I'm so concerned about what we're teaching our kids. And you talk about one mom, and, and this is maybe where I want Kristen to weigh in as well. Uh, your child sometimes gets hurtful comments and you as a mom yeah. get hurtful comments. Like what's your problem? You left her out in the sun too long because she's got this kind of reddish skin. And, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody, uh, somebody's daughter once said something like your daughter creeped her out. Mm-hmm. And, and you talk about the brave mom who, instead of feeling embarrassed and hiding from you, you said that's one of the most painful things is when people hide from you with problems, mm-hmm. uh, be mm-hmm. encouraged. Don't hide from people that you see with a problem. Don't hide from them. Go and approach them with, mm-hmm. with love. But so, so the daughter said that your daughter creeped her out. The mother corrected her in, in public and then turned to you guys because she was more concerned about you than her own embarrassment. Can, can you expand yeah. on that? Sure. I mean, we receive reactions to Brenna's skin that, you know, run the gamut, but pretty much everywhere we go, someone says something about it. And a lot of times it's kids and usually 
kids between maybe four and eight just don't have that filter yet of knowing um, how to be respectful or to not say anything. Um, so I always know a question or a remark is coming. And parents get so embarrassed, which I completely understand, but I feel like they just don't handle it as well as they could. And they distance themselves instead of trying to connect our kids and help their child relate to Brenna instead of pulling them away and, you know, they're not approachable, which I feel like teaches them that, you know, we're scary because Brenna looks different and they shouldn't talk to people who look different because they could be scary and they don't, they're uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want a moms to get a point from this today. To, so, so tell, tell me what, you, how you view this, Kristen. So we were in Costco this last week and there was a young a young man, 15 or so with Down syndrome in the food court. And my four-year-old looked over at him and he kind of had a scowl on his face and he looked at me and he said, mommy, he's scary. And I, I took the moment to try to tell him that not everyone looks the same. And just because they're giving you a, a scary look, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. And, you know, God makes everybody differently. But what, if you were me, and my James was commenting on your Brenna. What would you, if if my James told me Brenna looks scary, what would, how would you parent that? How, tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really hard. But um, I would say, first of all, we need to teach our kids to use nice language when we're talking about people because mm-hmm. of feelings. And I think that's so important because, you know, there are kids that, that use words like creepy yeah. and weird and yucky yeah. to describe her, and that hurts so much. Um, so I think, you know, first of all, teaching our kids how to ask respectfully. And um, secondly, I think that it helps um, when we just um, constantly tell them that God created everyone so differently mm-hmm. and what a wonderful thing that is. And um, just to be proactive about keeping those conversations going in our house so that when we do encounter people who look different, it's not such a shock to them. And um, the third thing is to help our kids relate to that person. So maybe saying, oh, look, that little boy's eating a hot dog. You love hot dogs. You know, it um, it helps them connect their little world to that other person's world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grace is lacking in our current culture. I mean, I'm, I'm truly worried about America as I watch the current political environment and what's happening in the presidential election and how people are talking about each other and how people are talking about one side versus another and, and, and off the awful things coming out of, of both campaigns, frankly, and, and all of it. And I'm worried that my kids are, are being told that this is okay, mm. that, that we're all mm-hmm. complicit in this and it's okay to talk like this and to gossip about people and to slander people and to feel hateful and to draw lines and to draw sides. And in the end, we got to remember if, if, if we people who if we're people who love God, we have to teach our kids to, to figure out a way to forgive and love everybody. You can disagree, but you got to forgive and love everybody. I mean, what's your take on that right now with considering what's unfolding these days in America? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not going to love it. You know, we are going to love everyone, but we're not always going to like everyone and we're not always going to be friends with everyone. But you know, God gives us grace when we don't deserve it, and we need to do that to other people. I mean, that is what Jesus called us to do. And, you know, it's so, so hard, And but it is a constant decision. And so I think that's what we really need to focus on with our, our kids, that it is you have a choice every time you encounter someone that maybe you don't agree with. You have a choice with how to act, and that reflects 
on you much more than it reflects on them. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, we need it. We just, I know it sounds sappy, but we just need to be, have a little more love. Yeah. And moms yes. can say that. And moms are the ones that pass that on, by the way. Be aware that if you want yes. your children to grow up to be loving and encouraging and full of grace and, and not ostracizing people who are quote unquote different, it comes from the mama so often. So mm-hmm. we got to wrap mm-hmm. up. How do people find your book, Courtney? Thanks so much for being with us. How do they find a different beautiful? Sure. I'm on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com and bookstores everywhere. And my blog is CourtneyWestlake.com. Thank you, Courtney. God bless you and your Brenna and Connor and your husband. And, and thanks for the messages that you're spreading. I hope, I hope moms are encouraged and, and can learn from it. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful. Okay. Take care. Have a blessed day. Okay. Kristen, thank you so much for being with us today as well and asking your good questions and bringing your great perspective. Yeah, I love being here. And thank you for cheering on the Platte Canyon Huskies. (laughs) Go Huskies. I hope I haven't made anybody mad. There's probably somebody in the audience who played us in a game or something and doesn't like us because we perhaps beat them. (laughs) We're not in high school yet, but I think our school is the Chargers. So go Chargers. Okay, go. go, go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. I'm cheering for everybody. Um, Okay. Just want to remind you that uh, we have a number of great sponsors and and partners. Mops International uh, is a wonderful place to go for a mom. And they help us out and love and respect as a partner. And also... The Tom Walker Agency, uh, they are a great insurance place, and, and they have, uh, they're my personal insurance agent, and they're, they're just very family-friendly, and they help you, and they call you when you're in need. So the Tom Walker Agency has been very good to us as well. Um, I don't know how much time I have left, on because my clock went away. Okay, thank you. Uh, moms, remember to find us on social media, at Channel Mom, and please help us. Help us stay on the air. Go to Channel Mom, and just even give us 5 or $10 under the donate uh, at ChannelMom.com. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.